I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the dice that only roll sixes. I am Batman. Fortified Niche. Hello, welcome to Fortified Niche, where we are protected against all of the Dark Knight denizens, from your bats to your ducks, to everything in between and outside of. I am Casa, joined as ever always by my illustrious host, JC Dent. Hello. Hello. And today we are talking about Night Models' Batman Miniatures Game 3rd Edition, which is just going to have the new box coming out soon, based on the new movie, which, you know, looks neat. Uh, well, actually, I didn't know about uh, the uh, new starter. What's the uh, gang's going to be? I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's going to be Le Batman on one side, and then... Yeah, Batman, Cops, Catwoman, and, and maybe... No, I think it's a Gordon. Yeah, and a Gordon, yeah. Versus Falcone, Penguin, and Thugs. No word of a Ridley yet, but I'm sure they'll put out a um, little Riddler box at some point, because... Yeah, you'd think uh, Batman versus the incels would have been the obvious choice, but uh, I guess they're saving it for later. Yeah, I guess this is more of a traditional, like, easy starter set, because the way you would do Riddler in this game would be annoying to play against as a new player. Um, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, Batman, Minish's Game 3rd Edition, um, following on from their pretty pretty interesting 2nd Edition, which had a lot more clutter. Um, 3rd came out. About two years ago, three years ago? I have actually absolutely no idea because uh, as uh, friends of the pod know, I'm a big hater of named characters and stuff. And (laughs) when you look at the uh, miniature games, usually based on uh, comic book properties or especially superhero properties, it's nothing but named characters all around. So, but unlike with Marvel Crisis Protocol, which I know nothing about because I refuse to interact with it, I've read the rules for Batman before uh, Casa made me do it. Well, didn't make me do it, but he was just (laughs) giving it such glowing reviews and i was like hey man i'm just gonna look at it and uh, yeah it looked uh, fairly compelling so that's uh, where i am and <laughs> i guess it's very easy for us uh, to start this one off because there's not much lore to talk about um the game lore is batman uh, as far yeah. as i can understand from um, miniature selection it's all of the batman of all time hmm all your movie Batmans, all your old animated Batmans. A lot of, um, they've classified things as eternal, as they're not going to be, like, updated again, probably. Or, like, not be tournament legal. But, yeah, back in first edition, they had, like, a whole gamut of, um, animated series Batmans and, like, Azraels and just almost every Bat character you can think of that isn't... Except for the ones that are in the, uh, the big Batman Kickstarter games, Gotham City Chronicles. This is actually well, a game that is fun to play. Uh, isn't that uh, from another uh, from another uh, manufacturer developer? Yeah, absolutely different developer. Um, I don't think there's any relation between the two. I'm not even sure how the licenses interact because sometimes they have the same characters, and sometimes one of them will have one, and the other one will not touch it at all. Yeah, weirdness. Uh, well, uh, you know, the only thing in, uh, missing here is that uh, Batman from the future uh, uh, car- cartoon stuff. <laughs> Yeah, Batman Beyond. I think he was in another edition. There is a tremendously active um, fan community for this game because there was a Marvel superhero game that 
um, Night Models did for a while that was also quite similar, but much more based on like the MCP style thing of like no no thugs, just heroes. So there's a lot of work keeping those guys alive and active. Um, and the sculpts those are pretty neat too. Um, yeah, the interesting is Batman. You pick your favorite DC superhero that isn't in the Justice League, because a lot of the other ones are in here. Um, versus your favorite Bat villain. Most of them have their own gangs, or will, if they're not a gang leader themselves, will appear as um, a henchman, free agent cop guy to rock up. Like you've got your uh, sorry, you've got your, your hushes, you've got your killer frosts, you've got your freezes, you've got your two faces, all the way down to like Condiment King. And Kite Man, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to mention that that every time you look at the uh, henchmen section, it's not only like the base thugs you'd get in a gang, but it's also <laughs> all sorts of losers like Condiment King and Calendar Man and yeah. uh, other assorted weirdos. On the Batman uh, side, you've got your, um, like your Robins, they can be um, your henchmen's. Uh, yeah, so basically it's the Batman world pretty any kind you think there was a big push for a while there to make it a lot more like the dark knight um the nolan batman verse and then it was the batman video games like the arkham asylum city reborn or whatever the third one was middle one was called the dark middle that chapter well the dark country you know <laughs> the country for all bats or something yeah bat planet basically his uh, planet we're just living on it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and uh you know uh uh so uh how do we play this uh bat mess well you need dice you need lots of steve fixes and one of a different color um shock you roll your shock of all shocks yeah um it's honestly playing the game is kind of really interesting and it's uh, i will have my compliment sandwich later but um Basically, you've got your squad of guys led by a leader, who is generally also your boss. He can have a sidekick, and he can also have a free agent who is sort of like people who probably won't be the leader generally, but will be there and just be like either a massive beat stick or a pretty cool fourth optimizer. Um, or just yeah. guys who who don't warrant their own gang like Lobo, I guess. Yeah, like Lobo's there, John Constantine's there, um, Blue Beetle, Brister Gold are both there. Some of the lower level DC... Um, Justice League heroes turned up. You're not going to find any of your Supermans or your um, Green Lanterns. There is an Amazon gang, and Wonder Woman is in this, and she is basically the same point value as any other complete force. <laughs> and you get a lot for what you're paying for, and she basically will be like, I'm going to blend the world now. Uh, so uh, the, the basic thing that interests me about this game is the uh, activation mechanic. Yeah. Uh, the basics of which I can describe, which is uh, you have four audacity tokens and uh, more than four dudes in a gang. So mm. the important thing is assigning uh, which guys will get audacity this turn because they're the ones who can do all of the actions, which is, I think, technically three actions, four if you're inspired by the leader, which means they can move, they can fight, and they can manipulate a thing. And well, no, the it's, guys it's who... move, tactical, special. I'm yeah, surprised. yeah. Sorry, yep, sorry. <laughs> Actually, well, <laughs> well, I mean, the, this is the guy who knows the rules better than I do. The guys who don't get audacity marker can only do one of those actions, and uh, then you alternate with the other guy, 
Oh, and uh, another thing, I don't know if it needs pointing out, but you don't have to activate the audacious guys first. You just activate guys whenever and whatever. So yeah, that's that that's that, that's the main I think killer mechanic of the game. Yeah, Odessi tokens are really cool. Um, streamlining what they used to do. So you might have noticed then that so characters have like stats, like their attack value, let's see, willpower, endurance, attack, defense, special, and then movements and something else. Um, those the are characters all, like, have a lot of stats, but they're simple enough to look at. You, like there's no like massing revolves. Like I have. A five, I roll five dice plus one. Or I roll four dice or three dice. I'm hitting you on that number. You're blocking me on that number. Um, but before it used to be, you had your willpower amount in tokens, and you could spend those tokens on your move, attack, defense, special stats, and that would let you do things. So that was a whole different phase of the game that they've sort of been like, that's too much, let's just have some audacity tokens. And it's really clever, and it's really simple. My friend doesn't like it, but I think it's makes for a faster game. It even takes away a little technical options. Not technical options, but they've been just changed. Yeah, uh, that seems like a major change, and I think it's a change for the better, because willpower now is basically uh, made into effort, which means that you can... I guess the two main spends for effort is to either add melee dice when you're punching a dude or taking the your attacker's dice when, you, they, when you're getting punched. Yep. And... Uh, you can't use it all willy- yeah and you can't use it all willy-nilly because uh willpower is your secondary uh, second is, is the other hp track yes yeah. and and with uh, and if you get punched by one of the many non-lethal attacks in the game you get knocked out which is hey not the same as dead and out but still not great mm-hmm. yeah and there's also a bunch of so efforting is the other cooler mechanic in this game where you can like basically rise above your station and do cool things. Um, certain characters have abilities to kill of effort, like Bronze Tiger, um, who is the karate master, not named Shiva, Shiva, sorry, uh, can effort, and then every time he blocks your dice, you just take two stun damage in reply, and that's not going to be ideal if you're not, like, a good fighter, man. <laughs> You'll wear him down, but, oh, man, just laying fools out. Or Polka Dot Man can effort and just remove attack dice from the opponent if they're within eight inches of him. Uh, acrobats can effort to dodge, so you might not be able to hit them with any bullets, but you you put three guaranteed stun on Nightwing, and he's now halfway to being knocked out, and that's that can be worthwhile. Melee and ranged attacks are fairly different in this game. You don't really get that many defenses from uh, from ranged, but on the other hand, all the real beefy ranged attacks, all your guns and assault rifles and RPGs. Uh, have strictly limited ammo. You only get one or two shots. On the other hand, you only get like four rounds of game yeah, in, four, every, in total. Every, round, so like, every game is a four-round game, which is, I, I like it. It's short. It makes the game punchy. And, yeah. Um, like, think about it compared to like Carnival, which can be up to like nine goes. Like, oh, that's a lot of turns. It's a lot of turns to be like yeah, yeah. playing and playing and thinking. Four turns is like, no, everyone gets to go. Everyone gets to shoot four times at most. Plus minus special yeah. abilities. Yeah. Also, plus minus shenanigans because uh, uh, you d- you don't finish building your army once you've, you've built your army. Uh, something we'll cover later. You also build an objective deck, which mm. isn't as simple as it sounds because it can also be used as uh, 
objectives that you either declare beforehand and then score later in the round or at the end of the game which you know makes it makes it open information to the enemy and they also have to go after they they might also want to go after the objective and try and deny it which is one of the things that i did in our game uh and there are also resource Yeah, and there are also objectives that you score immediately. Like the simplest example is like if you there's one uh, one objective that you score immediately after you score six melee damage in a single yeah. attack, and we, well, so you get points uh, <laughs> back then. And objectives can get really crazy. Like I looked at the snake cult guys, and they have a snake viral bomb objectives, which basically makes an entire scenario out of itself. You yeah. place a bomb token in the middle of the table, and then four markers that represent, I don't know, bomb finger magics. And if they're if the enemy doesn't defuse them, it explodes. <laughs> uh, so, like this is basically you built your entire game around it. Of course, I was playing Soldiers of Fortune, so I didn't get any of these crazier, more insane uh, token uh, t- token objectives. Uh, one of the first ones I scored was to have uh, more dude th- than the enemy at the center of the table. So, yeah. Yeah, like Soldiers of Fortune, the kind of brute force, we're going to sit in the middle and we're going to punch it when it tries to push us off the middle, kind of King of the Hill kind of winners. And like you say, Cobra, Cobra are a cult and they interact entirely differently with the resource mechanic. So all your objective cards, which you have a collection of 20-plus character cards, like Batman has a card, Bane has a card, Harvey Dent has a card, and so does Detective Harvey, whichever his last name is, fake fan spotted. You can have a, a yeah. deck of like 23 cards, potentially. One for leaders, free agents, um, henchmen have them. So I guess 24 cards, or more, if you take stuff like the six henchmen that have a card, but you can and have a decent deck. And objective cards also have resources rather than being like the sort of Warcraft thing of like do the thing and make points. It's also well I could play this card that let me score two three points off arresting one of your guys or I can use it to cancel one of your cards. And then once it's cancelled it goes away and then it comes back to that turn. It solves the issue you might have with say infinity objectives that where you draw an objective card and you have no way to do it and it's just useless trash for you. Mm. Not so in Batman because every card has it can can also be used as a resource and it can be as simple as maybe recovering a nearby friendly from knockdown or yeah. uh placing a resource chest uh, or uh, which can then be used to reload your guns which can be <laughs> like really important uh or making a sewer so, or, or just cycling your hand and cycling your hand and deck management is like a key part of any card game and this game is keenly aware of it yeah, yeah, and talking the talking more about the weird mechanics, there one of the things that your soldiers can do is place suspect tokens, which don't mm. necessarily mean that you're dropping shady guys off left and right. It just means uh, interesting locations, evidence, or something like that. And then a lot of cards, uh, and then a lot of stuff uh, interacts with suspect markers. Uh, Batman, well, for example, Casa was playing Le Batman and he had a lot of cops with it. So they could transform uh, those markers into snitch markers. Snitch markers can be interacted with as suspect markers, but they're good for scoring stuff. Mm. You can also reveal those tokens to remove them, and there's a lot of interactions. Actually, the, scena- the scenario we were playing allowed you to keep one guy off board and then set it up at... Uh, 
initiative phase uh, next to a friendly uh, uh, friendly suspect marker, which was important to me because I picked a trash unit that moves <laughs> very slowly. So if he ever tried to get anywhere, uh, he would have uh, had to go there for like days. I guess this is a very good moment to mention that while the game isn't played on big uh, tables, I don't know how, which one we, three by three. we played on. Three by three? Yep. And and your guys move uh, eight inches, at least. Uh, mm-hmm. Regular Joe Schmoes in, say, Fall, Soldier of Fortune faction, which has all your Arkham Knight militia dudes, they, they move eight inches by themselves. Uh, other guys can move more. Uh, I think Arkham Knight moves 10 and ignores uh, terrain penalties, kind of. Batman moves Batman moves 12 or 13 or something. Uh, so uh, the table is small and your guys are fast and yeah, stuff happens. Oh, also, you can't just shoot guys willy-nilly. Yeah, not only because cool. of ammo, but also because of night rules, which yeah. also interact with light mechanics. Which is, hey, that's uh, more and more layers to the game that don't make it be as, like, Yeah, you like know, the night rules are fantastic. You, they really make it so you don't just have to worry about... You can be more, like, open with stuff. You don't have to worry about, like, oh, I can't cross this corridor because your sniper can see me. But, like, well, no, your sniper can't see me. It's dark. <laughs> and I can shoot yeah, the lights out that, and then run across the thing. It's like, aha! Yeah, that, 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 that basically... Uh, Solves this a infinity issue of like anything die anything you see dies, mm. uh, uh, but and, and okay, it's interesting. Buy you guys stuff to get rid of it, or um, buy more lamps, or yeah. smooth them around. Like you start before you even start deployment, or something sides, you have to put down your four, your two lampposts each, which have an eight-inch bubble of light. Like four of those in the board. That's a lot of the board covered in light already. Maybe seal markers, which your models can walk up to and um, pop through with some manipulate. If, they're, if, they're, if they have, if they are inspired because they start next to their boss and they're a henchman, they can then do an attack when they come through. So you think Batman's safe next to Sumaka's? Surprise! <laughs> Stabby McStabs a lot. Yeah, I, I like the inspire rule because it. Uh, I like every rule that uh, makes you think about keeping your boss alive. I I have been in the. I have been eternally traumatized by Seven Edition, Forty K. Just making your war, just making your warlord, you know, he's kind of important, but like dying him isn't anything major. Meanwhile, uh, in in this game, your boss is the guy providing an eight-inch bubble of additional actions to to oh. every uh, every simple mook, which like you know is a powerful thing, and you don't want to lose it easily. So uh, a lot of bosses have ways to sort of keep themselves alive, like all the organized crime people. Have easy access to like bodyguard rules and protect me rules, but the henchman can just like take the damage for them, which is very frustrating. It's so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and other guys are just like you know fairly beefy, like uh, Arkham Knight, fairly tough, fairly tough guy. He can do- he can dodge uh, away from rifle fire. Yeah. Um, Got smoke has armor. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't use them, but they're amazing. Um, there's also another thing about combat is that you don't just roll your regular attack die. There's also one strength die. 
and it's uh, and that the strength die is unblockable and it's uh, is is usually on a different value than the regular attack dice so even so no no matter tough uh, no matter how tough the opponent you face is uh, there's always a chance that you can do yeah. something you're not left out in the like you know left out in the cold even the mook can shoot batman under favorable conditions uh favorable conditions um, yeah I said it's also your um your crit dice. So if you roll a hard six on it, or your crit die, depending on what your character is, you might knock someone down or do something else. Like if a sniper rolls a six versus you and he's shooting you, that's an extra three blood on top of the other four blood for hitting you, and the other four blood from his other shot, and you can hold like six blood inside of you at once. So that's bad times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like you know, the Batman, he's very scary in melee. He moves around real good. He is. Huh. He has armor that ignores RPG fire. Uh, an RPG fire is something that ignores armor generally. <laughs> uh, so, so like you know, even a mook can do some appreciable damage to Batman as long as as long as the, he is uh, in the light, because in the darkness you lose uh, in the darkness you lose uh, attack dice and for ranged attacks st- the strength die is the first one you lose which again uh pushes the game towards being either melee focused or if you are playing a ranged heavy team on doing shenanigans for example uh the uh, militia lieutenant he has a lantern which means that if you pop him next to the le batman and or the batman tries to attack him you can just like you know pop a light source and now any guy with a gun can shoot at the batman because he's standing next to a source of light uh so uh, the rule book is real short but (laughs) there's plenty (laughs) of but the there's plenty of space for shenanigans yeah it's um it's it's really they're talking about doing a, a cleanup edition as well which is very exciting um because the rules fundamentally seem fine but there's a lot of ways to like wiggle room wiggle like wiggle yourself into like just education shenanigans like they use the word use here for a fuel market does that just mean i can only manipulate it and go into it or does that also count as coming out of it and for people who like tightly written rule sets this may not be for you yet unless you can switch that part of your brain off and if you can't i get it yeah, yeah, because like it's not even edge cases. We had a fairly long argument, I guess, all things considered, about whether uh, rifle scopes ignore night. I was like, well, well, of course they don't. Ig- I, I, my, my, I'm, I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of certain that they don't. Even though, even though the interpretation that they ignore light is favorable to me, who took a gang with a few guys who had scopes, but. Uh, like you know, and these things are apparently neither clarified nor FAQ'd, which are uh, bad taste in my mouth. It's it's a negative against the game, and it has basically put me off um, convincing Dan to do this review for the longest time. I quite enjoy playing this game, best my friend, but we both, of us, anyone really, but we both sort of have to come into the point of view of like we are going to agree the interpretations. It seems like the most likely is fine, or whatever the community discord. Um, Arkham Rejects has sort of argued itself into. There are other communities out there, and I'm sure they're all fine. I can only contribute to so many at once, and Arkham Rejects is the one that I chose because of the cool podcast they had. Um, (laughs) 
And yeah, and you can argue all day about like, does a scope do that? It doesn't explicitly say that it does that, but also it doesn't not say that. And you get into that nightmare that is trying to discern a developer's intention from the written word when they never say what they were trying to do. So if you can get past yeah. that, if you can take this as a more of a beer and pretzelsy game, I think there's a lot of fun to be had in this real set. Or yeah. alternatively, strip mine the good parts. Audacity's dope. The cards are dope. The stat cards are fine. I think they could use another revision. Um, Especially yeah. for like layout, maybe. Yeah, um, they get a lot. Of, they get very verbose with some of the special rules because characters all have special abilities. It can be as easy as having like the cop keyword, so the Gordon can tell all his cops, "Hey, everyone, move forward two inches," or it can be like. I am the Batman, which is about a page and a half of text squeezed into about a tiny corner of a tarot-sized card, standard tarot deck size for the character cards almost, I'm pretty sure. Just two and a half inches by three and a half inches, but a bit, a bit bigger, like a big tarot card. Yeah, one thing that makes uh, like, you know, big uh, superhero characters uh, stand out from your rabble is uh, not really like stat variation, but the bunch of abilities they bring bring in some some like my friends say are are like you know real long real hard to get together and others are like bat armor what does bat armor do oh it ignores one point of damage or something <laughs> so, so 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 that's an easy thing to get around um but yeah uh, i i i'm usually a big hater of ambiguous games that don't leave stuff uh, around like I suffered majorly f from it while trying to run the 2017 Necromunda campaigns. <laughs> the only reason I, why I was able to do it was the, uh, the community compilation PDF that the GW yeah, obviously Tribe. axed. And yeah, you know, Yak Tribe Army Builder, also a vital, a vital tool. And uh, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd love to see the game tightened. Uh, I mean, like, you know, the language titan, because the rules are neat. Uh, Audacity is so dope, I've already stolen it for my own project. <laughs> uh, other parts are also great. And, you know, even if you have to play with filthy named characters, uh, I managed to build my own team out of relative nobodies and still win. Yeah. You took it the equivalent of the... Um the bat boxes they did, which were always really cool, just like here is a complete faction. It's about three, it's about standard game size points. Um, it's works fine. Uh, yeah, basically for the rules, like this, they're not tight. It's a very Spanglishy game. Um, I think it's just pejorative. It's not a slur, is it? Saying something Spanglish. It's just yeah, English is not their first language, and they're doing a damn sight better with it than I ever did. But that's just it. Could be better. Everything could be better. Some games need a second edition, and this one needs like a four. Well, it's less that it needs uh, maybe a fourth edition or just to take this edition and send it to some very angry, hostile editors that wouldn't uh, let them get away with their shit. That's <laughs> true. What, what game isn't that the case for? Uh, I think that's about it for the rules. Yeah, like I said, characters have traits. Traits break the games in some ways that they can keep moving out of um, suspect markers or they can jump across impassable borders. Or oh, what's the other fun stuff? Yeah, or like they can change characters. I'll hypnotize people. I'm like, now you'll go out with the rocket launchers. My guy with the rocket launcher, and he's going to try and rocket jump, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and oh, there's, no. uh, I, 
And uh, we've mentioned the uh, snake cult. I think some factions even have like some sort of like even weirder play mechanics because oh yeah, uh, yeah the, so the snake the faction games. has then, yeah, yeah the faith token. Uh, Cobra cult is basically pulled from three and a half books because I've never found much about them. Asking the nerdiest of DC nerds that I know, um, and they work pretty weirdly. There's gonna be more cults apparently one day, but I don't know. So you've got generally gangs, which are like the big mobs of dudes, like it's your cops, it's your organized crime, it's your soldiers of fortune. Um, you have teams, which are like um, your watchmen's people, your teen titans, your suicide squad, and they operate kind of differently. They have different organizational setup. So you don't just have a big pile of henchmen, you have more like all of your free agents and all of your leaders and all of your stuff can go in a big blob and they work um, separately. Like Suicide Squad don't have henchmen, really. So they don't have anyone who can inspire them apart from their always bosses. So they've got to play a very different game where like the deaths you have is are really important. And if they're not scoring enough points every turn, one of them will explode. <laughs> <laughs> because goddammit, Waller has expectations. Yeah, uh, but though uh, I think we have kind of transitioned into army building. <laughs> Yeah. Regular, regular, non-specific media du jour tie-in gangs, I think, work fairly easily. You get your uh, reputation or notoriety. I don't remember how it's called. Uh, yes, rep, limit. rep and, and funding. And, uh, and then funding, which uh, rep is more important because uh, that's your regular, regular costs. And say you have 350 and then you buy your gang a leader, which is one of the most... Uh, one of the more constrained, I guess, uh, choices. Though I guess uh, uh, your sidekicks is even more as uh, an even smaller pool. So yeah, you buy your leader, which can be one of the like twenty variations of Batman or something, or uh, four variations of Bane, including Bane the Bat. That's like three um, kinds of Two Face as well. Like everyone's got a lot of dudes. There's um, there's way more than twenty Batman, but like Batman ranges in points from your um. Your Batman 66 Batman, who's like 75 points, to Vampire Batman, who is twice that, and maybe undercosted. <laughs> <laughs> and then if, and then you get your henchmen, which, is, I mean, get your sidekicks, which is your Robinses or something, which are, I guess, fairly powerful dudes that aren't uh, all powerful. You get your free agents, which... I don't know what the limitation is on how many free agents you can and take, but zero that's... one up to three fifty. Then it's an extra one for every one fifty afterwards. But generally, like one, generally one of every rank, but henchmen. So yeah, that's Lobos and other guys, and eventually you get your henchmen, which uh, again is a section that includes, I think, the generic thugs from the starter, uh, and the, the your faction-specific thugs, or in case of police, your police guys, yeah. thugs, and. You know, the Joker gang, for example, has their own also specific thugs. And as we mentioned, this section also somehow includes all those non-serious uh, jokey superheroes like Razorhead or something, uh, yeah, Calendar um, Man. You, you, so, cops pretty constrained. Sorry, Batman and Batfam are both pretty constrained in their henchman choices because they don't get the um, variety they want to There's probably about 18 completely generic or like unknown um sluggy henchmen like with the six uh upper like yeah so there's like the bat bat well, back the retry back to gotham starter came with like six thugs that can go in any non-batman cult any non-batman group you've got like 
your other older, maybe eternal now, uh, just ex-prisoners who have like an assault rifle and big fists and knives and stuff. Yeah, I think those are eternal now. <laughs> yeah, which is a new exchange. Kind of a bummer, but it is what it is. Uh, and your D-listers, which your D-listers had a big push a while ago, like your Calendar Man, your Condom King, um, Polka Dot Man. Not the one from the movie, a different one. Uh, Pickle <laughs> Man, yeah. And it's, yeah, there's something different. Like, there's a lot of versatility and variety compared to guys up with, like the, the Back to Gotham guys, uh, henchmen dudes. All kind of generic, like, looking street-level, like, thugs and gangsters kind of guys. They will have, like, Clown Master versions as well, and they're all pretty fun sculpts. Um, the yeah, they, they have our alternate heads. <laughs> the chainsaw one is great, because he, he can have a back claw as well, and then he's using a chainsaw on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all your funny you, character. It's fantastic. Yeah, uh, now that you've touched funding, explain that. Okay, so... Your 350 rep, every character costs rep, not every character costs funding. Funding generally refers to a character having like some sort of special weapon or gun or like a gadget. So say Thug 3 has a chainsaw. That chainsaw costs $350 funding and 20 reps. So he's cheap rep-wise, but expensive with funding. Thug 5 is 23 rep and $300 funding. He's got two pistols, so his um, ability to shoot them every turn is crazy good. Uh, you have like um, assault rifle henchmen. Who are generally about 600 and they're like you know amazing guns infinite range um just on slow platforms that lose dice quickly and you have the absolute best henchman in the game uh larita who is 450 rep 36 so 360 rep 450 funding and then you buy him swat training and all of a sudden you've got a platform that's got plus three to hit everything and probably night vision because you're not a crazy person so you stand still, kills that man on threes. <laughs> kills everything on threes. And you need rep. So like, and most gangs don't have to stress about funding too much because the good options are cheap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, th I think Soldiers of Fortune are kind of the outlier there because they rely heavily on guns and stuff. And I brought the RPG dude and, the, the <laughs> and uh, also uh, a guy named Sharpshooter. So I immediately ran out of uh, ran out of uh, funding and didn't purchase any other tools, which is something that Casa did because once you once you if you still have uh, leftover funding, you can buy uh, Carnevale like uh, generic upgrades for your guys or uh, faction specific upgrades because I don't think I had access to helmets or SWAT training or whatever. Not SWAT training for sure. You probably would have had a helmet because there are, there are some generic equipment that most factions have access to and there are some special ones. Like if you bring along Bruce Wayne, he can buy someone slightly worse bad armor that only is effective on sixes as opposed to no dice at all. Um, and Cobra have like, they get uh, Kali Yuga. So if the guy dies, no one cares about it. Yeah, um, for, he, they get, they, they, they get, you can pay money to make your guys more expendable. Yeah, uh, Soldier Fortune. Like certain henchmen, oh sorry, free agents have upgrades like that equipment. Um, Deathstroke has four different weapons, so like his hands and his back, so two per slot, and he gets to pick those for free at the start of the fight, rather than like in the uh, gang building phase, which is kind of an advantage. And he, some free agents are, are starting to get um, contracts as well. It's just Deathstroke. Hopefully, they bring it up for more because more guys should have it, where they can become the leader. So like Soldier Fortune can have Deathstroke as a boss. Um, but also the Thomas Wayne Batman has the option to buy handguns, which is, you know, expensive rep-wise and funding-wise, but now your 
not Batman has a gun. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And one thing that we should mention here that, that now that we're talking about upgrades and uh, buying dudes is that for one, that's basically the only customization you can do if you don't have any funding or anything. A uh, guy is is the way you get him. There's like no fiddling with equipment. This is not 40K. And another thing how it's not 40K is that 99% of the time you can't double up on dudes, which I mm. found a little frustrating because like, well, I wanted to make a militia list, so I'd love to have more than a single guy with an assault rifle, but no. Each of those uh, militia dudes that are called Militia 1, Militia 2 actually have their own actual names. So you can't, uh, I can't double up on them. Some gangs can double up on specific dudes, like definitely Cobra Cults can take more of their, yeah, they they can take more of their regular goobers. uh, But most of the time, your gang is going to be make. Yeah, your your guy your gang is going to be made of unique individuals. So you can't really make a spam list of the one economical option because you're only getting you're only allowed the one of the one economical option. Yeah. You can take a list with two Batman in it, but one of them has to be John Paul Valley Batman, one of them has to be Bruce Wayne. Because it's based on their like secret name, also secret identity name rather than like the stat name. Uh Recently, they brought out the three Jokers expan- oh, expansion. So I think expansion. It's just like a new box set of guys, um, and they have they have models that are five points each in a three hundred fifty point game. They all have uh, horde. You can take four of them for twenty points. You get a dude who can do one action, but if you move into combat, he just stabs you, and that's tremendously exciting and economical in a game where like activations are so important. On the other hand, uh, grenades exist in this game. Hey man, just Joker. If you want to kill these guys for him, he will score points off it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, army building is again fairly simple, but also co- eventually kind of involved. Yeah, though the even with make it uh, exciting though, rather there's never yeah. I never sort of build a list and think like, oh, I don't choose these guys. Like, no, there's other options you can take. Like. It is easy to fall in the trap of, like, if I'm not playing Batman, I'll take Calendar Man, because Calendar Man is incredible. He gives you more resources, he gives you more passes, he gives you more tokens, he gives you more of everything, and he's just kind of a beater. If you're playing Batman, it's like, I'll take Harvey, and I'll take Labrida and Detective, because that's that's the core of a good army. (laughs) My man here uh, advised me not to take the Militia Tug, who is a massive beatstick cyborg who's also... (laughs) So slow that any any cop can outrun him. So mm-hmm. not that great for a melee guy. But I still managed to use him. I managed yeah. to beat some cops up. So that that, that was nice. Yeah, some um, units have definitely been wanting an update for a long time. Like like um, Militia Brute, for sure. Even Jason, even Arkham Knight has an, an option to take more than one of him, which isn't a legal choice at all. So it's very strange. Um yeah, and the other army building option you'll encounter a lot is certain factions and henchmen have um, the elite keyword. You'll only get to take one of an elite person, so like militia, uh, so the, the ops, like infiltrate, not infiltrate up, uh, like sharpshooter up or titan up and stuff. If you haven't got an elite boss, you can only bring one of those guys, which can be a serious hamstring in your plans. Like if you want, if you want sharpshooter um, up and also smoke grenade up, well, you can make some hard choices. And it's a smoke grenade. Yeah. Smoke grenade is busted as... F- 
Yeah, uh, I'm going to say that I love how how there are multiple layers of restrictions in army building because I will always maintain that games that restrict your army building are better than the ones that let you just go run, do whatever, uh, because those are <laughs> those tend to be terribly unbalanced. Yeah, and the, the restrictions are also sensible and they're not like too overwhelming until you get into like teams and the teams will have like their guaranteed options. And teams work so orthogonally, like they brought out their official app, much like Malifaux and Carnival and all have done. And the app doesn't use the same rules as what they provided for the PDFs. So I would say go off what the app says for booting lists. Like it gives uh, Suicide Squad an extra 30 or 40 rep, but it doesn't say why. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe ignore the team docs and go off that. Hopefully it works on your phone because people have been reporting it doesn't work on their phone and... Uh, we, yeah, we used some sort of unofficial army builder app oh, yeah. and stuff, and, and it works nice. The only thing I didn't really like was discovering that there's actually a team based around uh, Big Bang Theory guys, uh, Halloween <laughs> dressed as They're all eternal now, it's fine. They can't hurt you anymore. <sighs> they also have the rule where they can't die. They're never allowed to die. And if they do die, they just come back four inches from where they just were. But yeah, shout out to Terrible. the guys running um, the BMG app on the Azil websites. It's an incredible builder. Yeah. It's got a lot of stuff imported in from the official app, apps and stuff, so it's frequently up to date. And it's free, and it's great. And um, yeah, I love it, and you should love it too. Yeah, it has all the objective building cards and um, uh, upgrades and stuff. It's good. It's great. Uh, you should use it if you play the Le Batman game, and uh, you should play Le Batman game. PDF, that'd be great. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm is fun. Um, most of the gangs work the same. Like you say, like leader and then henchman. Um, you can go as cheap a leader as you want or as big a leader as you want. Um, leaders are all interesting force multipliers for the most part. The Batmans have the problem of like, they're your boss, but also they're over there bullying the rest of the army while your guy's like, gee, it sure would be nice to be inspired. But some of them are fixing that. <laughs> they can just pick someone else to be the boss like... Uh, the multiverse Batman can can be like, oh no, Alfred, Alfred's the boss. I'm gonna go over there now and kick his face into his teeth. Yeah, yeah, like this uh, Australian cheater did that uh, <laughs> with, uh, with, with with Alfred, and Alfred is goddamn annoying because he's also like a almost a Intel. scenario thing. You no. you you can't sh- shoot or attack him directly you have to reveal s- 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 either shoot at him with shoot at someone else with a blast weapon or uh reveal uh, uh the uh, suspect, suspect yeah. tokens to make to, to make him die and then then he somehow managed to make him return to the table so you know because the rest of to do it and good news you know how he's got four health for blood health or four and four yeah like flutes is in this game still and he has that rule, and he's 8-8. Eight, eight. Yeah, that, that sounds terrible. 8-8 eight, eight is more than the Batman. Yeah, he's got a 12-inch Inspire. He's got a, yeah, 12-inch Inspire as well. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you might ask, why is Lex Luthor in the game that doesn't have Superman? The answer is, I don't know. <laughs> he used to be in the game. There used to be a thing called World's Finest, where you'd have Batman and Superman on one card. It was great. And Lex <laughs> Luthor used to have a big old power suit, and that's gone. And you can still buy the box with Lex Luthor in his power suit and all his power suit henchmen. 
and I think I saw I, 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 and it's I think I saw it in the BMG Army Builder that the power suit uh, guy still exists. I think they, just for now, they're definitely talking about taking okay. them out of this game and only putting them in the DC Universe miniatures game. But I don't know how that's going to go. Awful. So, uh, miniatures? Yeah, speaking of excuses of our miniatures, that is definitely something you can do with this game, but I, they're getting better about it. I haven't seen them in a store apart from one time. It takes me <laughs> months to get anything in Australia. We can't order web store exclusive things, so options are just locked off. This is my event moment, by the way. Um, Night Models distribution sucks. It's garbage. And they should do better. And they're doing better by all accounts. So that's exciting. Um, and the models are pretty cool. The sculpts are great. <laughs> so yeah, enough about Forge World. Um, <laughs> it is resin, it's true. <laughs> yeah, uh... How are the uh, how are the uh, buy-in miniature costs? Because uh, um, I didn't look to it too deeply. Uh, it's it's pretty fun. So they have like their um their bat boxes, and they're about a hundred ish bucks each from memory. You, know, you need some clicking, and it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, so they have lots of like starter boxes. Like um, Two Face had one recently, which is a very good box um, for all of his henchmen and his sidekicks, and then he was a separate model you could get. Um, Ah, uh, yeah, so they're about you know, like 30 quid for Batman and where's the box? 67 uh, euros, sorry, for um, for Joker's box, and that's about 300 points there, I'm sure. The starters are all about that much as well, which seems reasonable. Yeah, when, when you get, like, for example, a, an expensive Batman. Like Batman Multiverse is a forty euro miniature. Looking at the website, it's because it's a giant stand thing with Batman mid flight and with bats and all yeah. of that. Because size. one of those, <laughs> yeah, because one of those things you have to like. You know, that's kind of strange for to me in the game is that how many of the uh, miniatures tend to be on like scenic bases and scenic poses like uh i, I usually prefer my dudes with uh, either both feet or at least one foot firmly planted on the base and batmans get wild in this one especially with capes and stuff yeah lots of models in chairs it's very funny uh it looks like that box is about six six quid which is generally a, an entire um faction choice well, yeah, looking at it, for example, if you want to go for the uh, Cobra Cult, uh, the Kali Yuga box is 80 euros. And I think that's basically all the guys you need because it has four regular snake henchmen. It has the free snake pile that you get. Uh, has a sidekick. has some of the tougher snake men. And the snake cult leader himself, who is modeled sitting on a massive stone throne and with a woman accompanying him which is like how does he move around the table i have no idea she carries it clearly razel ghoul is another 40 40 euro dude but but that's because he's posing atop of some spooky uh, skull throne stairs and there's a cultist handing something to him so like if you want to play a game where your team leader or the gang leader is legally a diorama <laughs> batman miniatures games is for you 
yeah, it's no getting around the dioramas. And they to go back to rules really quick. They've got terrible line of sight rules where it, the model matters, not what's on the base. So there's Commissioner Gordon has a really cool sculpt with a really cool bat signal on his 60 millimeter base. But by all accounts, according to the text of the rules, the bat signal doesn't matter for line of sight, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, no, I think it makes perfect sense because it would be terrible if he could use the bat signal as permanent cover because... I, I think I think there's... I think there might be more than one Gordon with a bat sign and one has enough bat sign to make him impossible to see from that side. So mm. I think it makes sense that the base wouldn't block the model, but like some of these can get a little a, a, a little excessive for me at least there's they're cool but a bit excessive um, and if you're into the Dara thing and i totally get that and that's completely valid and a fair complaint um you definitely can't just 3d print your own cool batman so that'd be wrong i wouldn't do that yeah like you know like it's in the same way that you wouldn't download the car you wouldn't go online and look for uh, miniatures of uh, Man Bat or the Caped Crusader or whoever else a uh, creative uh, shady person would call them. Or, or while keep making... the tremendous tabletop simulator module ago, which is also pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, like you definitely want to spend money and not go on tabletop simulator, which <laughs> has all the cards and has uh, tabletop miniatures that that with easy wound and status uh, trackers and stuff like definitely wouldn't want to do that uh yeah like not all the sculpts are winners but not every sculpt in every game is great that's that's valid that's fair um yeah yeah if you like the sculpts there's a lot of cool sculpts to pick from if you want to get into it if you've got a favorite character they're probably represented um if not slightly older and those are still floating around um web stores for sure lots of them still having cards and abilities um definitely jump on like the newest starters like the two-face gang the organized crime pain and gain gang all the starters the big box starters good um i had a problem with like because i bought in the cobra because cobra's weird and different and they were fun last edition it's still fun this edition they're just not as broken as they were um <laughs> where because of the resin they used every sword broke without fail all my guys were just pointing dramatically rather than having a cool sword at the end of like a month of having them. And they've gone to like that new Syrocasty stuff, I'm pretty sure, for a lot of the newest um, models. And that, you know, just awareness, your mileage may vary. Mine's been nothing but favorable experience with that stuff, but if you've got a problem with it, you're totally justified. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to say that uh, it's my official position that. Uh, Metal is uh, metal is the devil, but resin isn't too far behind. So yeah, take it as you will. Yeah, and that's probably um, excuses to buy miniatures. There's plenty of them if you like Batman. There's a lot of Batmans you can pick from. If you like Jokers, there's probably about as many Jokers. Are the ga are the miniatures from the Kickstarter you mentioned at all usable in this game, or are they different scale, different style? I think I they're know. slightly different scales, but like different scales in like GW from like four to five years difference kind of scale. And then you just have to find the um the cards that lined up. But like they've got KG Beast over there, they've got Killer Crocs. You could probably pick a card from this and take them over. Or use this as a miniature painting um 
adventure. I've seen some tremendous work come out of this, um, out of these guys, painting-wise. I'm going to say that uh, looking at the web store, they've really done a great job painting the miniatures and they look real nice. It's the Ancient Petrades is, um, studio was doing some of them for a while. I'm not sure who the new painter is, but yeah, tremendous work. Yep. All right, so compliment sandwich. Uh, I think we should move to compliment sandwich at some point. Let's do it now. I'm going to start. What I like, basically the way the game plays, <laughs> like the moment-to-moment -moment choices and the way the cards interact with your um, planning and just a general, like the general game feel has a good enjoyableness to it. That makes any well, sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you like the uh, to totality of the game and seeing it in motion. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be very cheap and say that I like the audacity system. Yeah, the, there's there's more to it than we talked about because there's mm. also passes and the way they interact with initiative and also the way where they interact with you losing guys. But I think that's a would be going a little too deep. I just like the audacity rules. Uh, yeah, they're great. It's cool. It makes your um, big hero guys cool big heroes. They're working really hard to make sure that models who get audacity have something to do with all of their actions. Because it sucks to have a guy who's got two good things have just waste a third one. Like, not every Batman has a cool special every round, but lots of them get it nowadays. So. And even if you don't have it, I guess at the end of the day, you can just drop down a suspect uh, marker, which is n yeah. n never really a bad thing. <laughs> Get those paid out as soon as you can. Just uh, just uh, deposit some pocket lint, suspicious Batman pocket lint, <laughs> and uh, you'll be fine. All right, and then what's your creamy ham on this sandwich of complaints? Uh, well, since you allowed me to go first, I'm going to say that it's the way that rules are loosely written and uh, not closely checked. Aha, now you'll have to think of something else. Oh, I have uh, so much. Uh, I have so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely like it. like it more if the rules were tighter, if there were less ambiguities. Um that's it. That's basically it. I don't think you need you, you need me to restate it uh, three different times. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Like, um, the, it's just so it's just so likely that if you cross, like, if you go to a tournament and play guys from out of town, you'd be playing very different games in a way that even forty k doesn't compare to. Just with, like timing or just interpretations on fundamental rules, like acrobat. Like acrobat lets you jump. What does jumping do? Mm. <laughs> Just move as far as you can, any direction you want, apparently. But what direction is that? Any direction. I think that means up. Well, I disagree. So, fighting time. <laughs> and my negative would be, yeah, every moment that I'm not spent moving a model or playing a card in the game. Um, like, I'm, I enjoy talking about stuff. I think arguments can be fun. You know, as long as someone's getting upset or it's not turning personal. But man... There is so much wiggle room in all these rules. It's like there's enough space in here for a fat man to get into heaven. Uh... Hey. Yay. Something like that. Um, yeah, it's just, and it's so frustrating that I can't just sit down 
like obviously you can be like oh we won't worry about it but like i i don't want to not worry about it i don't want to have to think how is my opponent going to read this and am i reading it the same way and not have the devs seem to care enough to put out an faq or answer community questions or update things in a way that makes sense like they keep updating the models on the builder but they're not saying why or what's changed sometimes just borgen is updated Cool, what happened? I'll go find the model and have a look and find an old version to compare it to. Hopefully it's a good change. Hopefully. <laughs> Generally it is. At this, like, yeah. At this point, I'm going to go a bit meta and argue that you're just uh, repeating my complaint. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then fine. It's impossible to get models in Australia. Um, we're still waiting on the Suicide Squad box, which dropped like a couple months ago now. Not even in time for the film. Just a couple months ago. Um... Still waiting on pre-order. Still waiting to get it. Still, yeah. Models are hard to get, but too hard to get. We're getting better, but, you know, I want things now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, more compliments uh, to balance this out? When you do get the models, the models are quite nice. I quite enjoy the sculpts they do. Um, the new Bat Box for the Batman, which, full credit to them, they didn't get any, like, they got barely any advanced information, apparently. So they've basically sculpted this entire new box set release starting from the first weekend it opened in Spain. And what we've got, it looks pretty dope. I quite like them. I quite like a lot of their newer sculpts. They've got the Two-Face gang. Looks incredible. Um, the Freeze gang is really evocative. Um, polar bears with guns? I don't know what else they needed from a game, but that's enough for me. Well, you know, yeah. uh, I'd be I'd be the one to poo-poo uh, like meme bears and uh, ice swords, but like you know, I'm the professional poo-pooer of stuff. Um, yeah. Despite uh, despite despite all of their issues with the rules, I guess you can see the purpose. I guess uh, about uh, purpose of one or the other thing they did in the rules, like. You know why there are uh, certain limitations of ra on range combat, and conversely, you know why range combat is so strong. You will know why why it's different from you know what genre conventions they're trying to enforce with certain yeah. certain things. So yeah, I like that. Uh, it's good. <laughs> it is good. Um, yeah. Anyway. Would you play this game again if you had to spend your own money? Let's change this up a little bit. From like, would someone if we played it with someone friends with us, an entirely painted army? To would we invest? Damn, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, I mean, it's already a good sign because I'm not saying no. Mm. But uh, I don't know. Possibly, potentially. Uh, 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 you ambushed me with the with this uh, twist on the uh, formula, <laughs> and uh, I'm a guy who's uh, who's who lamented this uh, this very week that uh, he'd love to have only a single game and maybe a single army to to make it all easier, but that's impossible, uh, and I have to detach myself from that thing. If I if if I had good enough friends playing it and I found an army that really spoke to me, I guess I'd I guess I'd uh, take it and try it. I don't know how. I don't know how disappointing my paint jobs would look because, like, <laughs> for example, one of my biggest issues with Infinity has been, and the reason why I shit-canned my Pan-O army was that I never managed to make it look decent. Not even good. Anything approaching to, de anything approaching to decent. 
those bolts have been through more baths than a regular MTG player. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it probably uh, I'd, uh, if if I wasn't like you know strapped for Horus Heresy or Infinity, I'd probably invest some money. Sure. So you'd be played otherwise. I would play it. I would play it otherwise. I think it's a it's a fairly easy game to get going, and despite all like you know, despite how my how complex it might sound over the radio, it's uh, eventually a fairly easy game, especially if you have a person who played it before. So I don't have to remember which rolls <laughs> I have to make. Yeah, um, obviously I play it, I play it like fortnightly, weekly with my mate. Shout out to Sean. Regular listener and also player of things with me and Doug and Jamie, if he listens. I don't know if he does or not. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fun. He, he's wailing on it hard. So that's great for me. I just buy the occasional box of stuff and he paints it. And it's just the best way to play a game, I find. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, ha- it has a lot going for it because, like, you know, a constraint table means you need to have less terrain and uh, you get into the action faster. The sewer markers might not be the, like, you know, chain of command deployment points, but they're nearly there. And mm. yeah, there's mm. a lot of stuff going in there. Uh, though the stuff you mentioned about the releases getting axed or going eternal and stuff would be a little troublesome. You'd be like, with, with some gamings, you probably feel a lot less safe collecting them than the others. But I guess if you're going for Joker or Batman, that stuff never going away, so <laughs> you're probably safe. Yeah, faction-wise, we haven't really lost anything. Um, Arrow is probably like the most dire need of new stuff, and along with Watchmen. But um, I can't see them just going away like Big Bang Theory went away. Um, and I don't think anyone's going to really lament Big Bang Theory disappearing. And you can still play it with your mates. It's still. Um... Hey, I looked at the web store. The miniatures are still there. Yeah, but like it's not tournament legal, not that match legal. Oh, phew. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I play this game a lot. I think, yeah, it's easy to play. It's simple, it's fun. The guys are cool on the table and it plays pretty short and pretty snappy. Yeah, yeah, for, for, for the amount of moving parts it has, it really goes along fast. Yeah, you get, you get to the point where you're making interesting decisions really quickly. Cards are an interesting constraint and ability to do. And the the objective, uh, the the objective mechanic and resource mechanic allows a lot of like what I like to do. Well, not mind games, but shenanigans and stuff. You can play yeah. something to you can play an objective that you have no intention of maybe fulfilling to maybe put pressure on the other player, or they play some sort of objective and you're like, well, this puts him in a vulnerable position. I can just deny it to him without exerting too much of my own uh, mm. sweat and stuff, which is. Again, what happened in our game? So yeah, uh, I th- I think in the ge- in the general sense, my verdict is that the game is good. It's a fun game, yeah. Uh, I can't wait for three point five to come out. It's going to be very exciting. Um, lots of community feedback and playtesters seem really invested in making it as good as they can make it, and that's something you love to see. And unlike the other, the the, the more famous three point five, this one is actually going to be good. Hey, uh, got him. Finally taking him down a peg. Alright, I think that was Batman. Now to vanish into the dawn before it breaks like your spine, Brucey boy. Is that Bane? I don't know. Atros, how did that work? (laughs) 
Uh, so yeah, this is, so yeah, it's been a pleasure to try a game I wouldn't usually play. Castle uh, has been really good being enthusiastic about all of this. <laughs> I'm a delight. Yeah, anyway, uh, that was Batman by uh, the Batman Miniatures game by Night Models, available somewhere. I don't, I don't know where the fuck you can buy it. Um, playable online though, very easily. I've been Kaza, this has been JC Dent, uh, editing and music by people listed in the description, as well as that cool art. Find us on Twitter and all the cool podcast apps. Maybe somewhere else soon. Find out. Bye. Bye.